you're listening to is People Are Strange by Echo and the Bunnymen from the movie The Lost Boys. <laughs> you see that you, you heard that dramatic pause, right? Yeah. On the edge of your seats. <laughs> on tonight's episode, uh, we went over a couple of movie news, but we focused on the magic of Stranger Things on Netflix. So stay tuned. Yep. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at we underscore seat underscore it and follow us on YouTube. We've got a couple videos on, but we're going to be uploading some brand new hilarious content soon. So stay tuned. And hello, everybody, and welcome to We Synced It. We Synced It. Yes, it is a podcast where we talk about film and anything that is attached to it. I am one of your hosts, P-Rock, or Pat, and I have here... We got Kev. What's going on, everyone? Yo, how's everybody's day going, huh? How's uh, your Thursday? That's when we drop this podcast. How's your <laughs> Thursday going? Hope it's going well. How about you, Kev? Uh, so far, so good, man. I'm just excited about all the new stuff that's coming out in both movies and TV, which yeah. we're going to be covering soon. But mm. before we begin, mm-hmm. um, I just got to thank one of our listeners out there, a.k.a. my wife, <laughs> who was listening to the podcast um, from her job. And she actually has a correction uh, from the last podcast episode. In the last podcast episode, uh, we were talking about... Um, movies that pat had watched uh, when he was in high school and he had mentioned uh the yaya sisterhood and <laughs> the movie about the the traveling pants and then i tried to correct him by saying that they were the same movie and uh my wife was listening to me and she was listening to the podcast i should say and then she texted me and said, hey, look, I'm listening to your podcast. This I'm reading directly from the text. I'm listening to your podcast, but you were wrong. The Sisterhood <laughs> of the Traveling Pants and The Divine Secret of the Yaya Sisterhood are two different movies. So <laughs> I apologize to the listeners. It's the same, <laughs> it's the same premise, though. It's, uh, it's just that the Yaya Sisterhood yeah. the, and the Traveling Pants is just that uh, it's two different types of... of uh, one of them was based about uh, older women, and the other one was based about uh, younger girls who were just sharing pants. <laughs> I guess it was just like one pair, wear one pair of jeans that fit all of them, but they were all different sizes women. And uh, that gave us our first taste of uh, the girl from Ugly Betty America. I think. Oh, that's right! I forgot yeah. that she wasn't. She was. You know, I've show. never seen the pants movie, but. I don't know where I got those facts from, but I, <laughs> I just know that that's uh, I think that's legit. I think. <laughs> All right. So now we can officially begin. Um, today is actually going to be a special episode um, yep. for those who have been following us on uh, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Um, I posted something out last week about the show Stranger Things. If you guys have seen it. Congratulations and welcome to the club. If you haven't seen it, please do yourself a favor and check it out. Yes. Great thing about Netflix Watch. is that uh, you know they they release the entire season. It's oh. not like one episode per week. It's like it's just the whole chunk and allows the viewers to binge. This is an eight episode original series from Netflix, created by the Duffer Brothers. But please do yourself a favor and watch it. If you are in your late twenties, thirties. 
you are going to love this series because or if you have older brothers who are in or other older siblings in that age range you're definitely going to love this yes because uh <laughs> this thing this show combines everything that we love everything nostalgic that we love mm-hmm. et the goonies close encounters uh, uh what else? poltergeist yes. Um, all the Monster Squad, Monster Squad, yes, <laughs> all these movies that we that we grew up watching that we kind of wish, like when you watch this show, you wish you were there, you wish you were in that episode, living in that timeline that they were and doing everything that they did. You know, oh, Super Eight. There's a lot of Super yeah, Eight in here. Seriously, um, Steven Spielberg has his little yeah. Uh, you know he he's he's over this. He's yeah. all over. It. Like you feel his presence in there, man. It's it's, it's in there. And I love but, it. But uh, we're not the only ones who are geeking out, uh, geeking out about this show. Um, let's see. On Instagram, one of our followers, Alpha King forty five, said, "I binged on it last night. Great show. Can't wait for the next season. It was very nostalgic." On Facebook, Namaste said, "I saw it. It was amazing. I will say it's a mix between Poltergeist, Super Eight, um, a dark version of ET, Alice in Wonderland." had amazing cinematography acting and storyline however some cliche uh, scenes here and there okay but right. overall i mean still still good stuff yeah um yeah i mean yeah there are some things that i think remind us of other movies or um, yeah but i think you need to put those in the yeah. in the tv show just so you can move things forward right just so you like it's um it's just like uh let's say you know that somebody opened the door just by seeing the door open kind of thing, which makes no sense what I just said. But, it, you know, it's just like <laughs> right. it's cliche. You don't really need to see the person open the door just to know that they got in by opening that door. Exactly. It's exactly. Kind of stuff. So we're on this episode, we're going to be focusing on that show mostly yeah. uh, before we get into it, because it's going to be pretty heavily on Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quick, we're going to go over a couple of movie news. Yeah. Um, we just like right before we started recording this, uh, Pat and I checked out the new trailer for um, for The Walking Dead. And uh, Pat, what are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts are um, I'm looking forward to it. It's a co- pretty cool trailer. Uh, we're gonna post it up on our uh, Facebook page and shout out the link on our Instagram. Um, I like the fact that in the trailer they don't uh, in the beginning they show you everybody who's uh, been lined up. Who are on their knees about to get a a little taste of uh, not really sure what the name of the bat is because uh, to be honest I still haven't watched the last episode of uh, Walking Dead <laughs> of last season. But I what it's like a is it a baseball bat or like a two by four it's covered a, in barbed wire? It's a baseball bat covered baseball. in barbed wire, but it's the it has a name. I'm gonna call it Samantha. I'm not really sure what the name is, but that's gonna be the alias right now. And they show they show you everybody who's lined up. Um, there's one person who was in there who, uh, I just couldn't, I couldn't figure out. So I'm thinking that he's going to get the taste of it. Um, but after they show you everybody who's lined up in that trailer, they, they continue to go on and show you what's going to happen in the season. And everybody who was lined up, this is the coolest part. Everybody who was lined up on their knees was not even in the actual trailer of the whole season. And I'm like, yo. That is the coolest way to show that you're not, yeah, you're not going to figure out what the fuck's going to happen this season because um, we're we're not going to give you everything on this trailer. I love that. I love the fact that you're just leaving uh, audiences guessing. I like, yo, to be honest, I seriously believe that uh, when we make a movie, I think the trailer shouldn't, uh, it should give you that uh, the feeling of what's going to happen in the movie. But it shouldn't give you the key scenes. I hate watching trailers that give you it gives away the whole movie. Like, right. oh this, oh this is scene, oh this is the fight scene I already saw in the in the trailer. Oh this is the the love scene I already saw in the trailer. Or this is that scene. Like you can pretty much figure out the whole plot just yeah. by watching no, the trailer. No, I don't want that. I don't want no. that, man. I just want you to you know get a grasp, get a uh, you know get a get a feel for what the story is going to be about. But other than that, I don't want I want you to still go into the movie theater still thinking like. Holy shit. This shit is something that I've never seen before. Like the movie Drive. You know, I never wanted to see that movie. Because I saw the trailer and I thought it was just going to be just like trans, uh, trans, Transporter. With uh, what's that British dude. <clears throat> with um, 
It's that British guy. You understand me? You understand me? <laughs> that that British guy. I thought it was gonna be that movie, but then I found out that it wasn't that movie when I went to go watch that movie by a uh, mistake, and uh, I ended up loving that movie. <laughs> so I mean, that's what that's my thoughts. And what about know. what about the ending of the trailer? Oh, ending of the trailer. They they show you. Uh, forgot the guy's name. Ezekiel. Ezekiel, and he has a pet tiger, and. Yo, I don't know. We me we were talking about we're like, yo, how much fucking money did they have? How much budget did they have in their graphics department to put in that fucking tiger? That one shot was amazing. <laughs> that, I really hope that the tiger looks like that throughout the whole season. Cause I, I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it, man. They're gonna show. They're gonna do some camera angles that just gonna show maybe like the top of a tiger, which is just gonna be like some guy in a <laughs> in a tiger outfit just shaking up, in a Pokemon <laughs> outfit. Yeah, just gonna be shaking it up. Oh my gosh, man. But I hope that uh, he's going to be more long-lived than the actual comic book. Because we were talking about that before. And um, in the comic book, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't around that long. And he died a gruesome way. And a, and a tiger uh, died in a gruesome way, too. But they both went out fighting. No. No, he didn't. But the tiger did, though. <laughs> the tiger went out fighting. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else in movie news? Um, Star Wars Episode Eight. Excuse me. Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight uh, just wrapped. Uh, they just wrapped up with their production, mm. oh, which sure. is crazy because the movie comes out next year. Um, but they 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 finished like principal photography. Okay. So now right. they're going to be m- moving into post production, uh, which is crazy. That it's going to take them all this time to get the movie ready. I, as far as like visual reshoots. effects and there's definitely going to be you reshoots. Think so? Yeah, because you know how uh, Disney is, <clears> man. They're always constantly they watch it. And then they say, oh, yeah, we got to shoot something yeah. else. And this director, Ryan Johnson, um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that with him because he has a different way of thinking. He's very unconventional. This is the same guy that directed Looper, who's directing this movie. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that, man. Looper. He has, um, for the movies, he's the one who did Brick, too, right? Yeah. He did that movie. And what's another movie that he did? All I know about is he did Brick, Looper, and he did... Probably like the most famous episode of Breaking Bad that yeah. won an Emmy. He has a uh, Brick and Looper. Both of those movies, like, they have like a different feel to me. Uh, Brick, the way that the people, the the way that uh, the dialogue went between the the characters in the movie was um, vintage. It was like a film noir. I think it was supposed to be, but it was like it was set in say like you're in high school. It was it was to say like uh, I don't know. It just felt like the way that they were talking was of like an old black and white film, but it was set in modern day, and everybody was in high school just doing regular shit. But the way that they talked to each other was really like yeah, see, <laughs> kind of shit. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But I liked it. I liked the movie just because of that. And Looper. Yeah, it was a good movie because that also had that little. I feel Amish watching that movie. I and I really <laughs> liked Looper. I I thought it was. Um, I love how he made it like grounded into reality. Like you could almost believe that that story was true. I love the fact that pretty much the story was so much into the future that credit was just going to be diminished, and everyone actually pays using. Like, going back to the old system of using gold, silver. Yeah. Like, it went back to using original metals. The drugs that they used were eye drops. And the reason why is because the, the bloodstream goes directly into the brain. Mm. Like, all of that stuff. And when you think about it, you're like, yeah, that makes sense, actually. That's not too not too far-fetched. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Star Wars just finished post... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, principal photography and their main production. So now they're going to post-production. Um, new posters have just come out for both Wonder Woman and uh, the new uh, King Kong film. Oh, no. Uh, the Wonder Woman poster looks pretty awesome. You guys can, can find that very easily online. Um, the new uh, King Kong poster is actually very interesting. We'll post it on our on our Facebook page, but... Um, it's they compared it to the last Godzilla movie. Now, I didn't know that oh. this is going to be a shared universe. This new King Kong movie is going to be in the same universe as the Godzilla uh-huh. that just came out, and I think they're going to make a movie where they fight each other. Wait a minute, but um, Godzilla is way bigger thing. That's the thing about this poster is that it's 
it's a new King Kong and he's supposed to be like a hundred feet taller than what we saw in Peter Jackson's King Kong. If you look at this poster, dude, it's he is huge. He's mad. He's the same size as Godzilla. And well, I got my money on uh, King Kong because um, he's a primate and uh, his feet is like his hands. So uh, I mean, he has four hands. I would. I what I want to <laughs> see. What I want to see is him grab Godzilla's tail and swing him around. Yeah. If that happens in the movie, yo, awesome. I want to see him punch him with his feet. I want to see him ball up his feet like a fist and just punch him in the face. <laughs> That's what I want to see what's gonna happen. Um, but the the poster is really cool because it's basically a guy like on a rock. He's holding up a, a flare, and you can you can barely like you can almost see King Kong's face staring at the guy like king kong is like standing in like in a shadow Mm -hmm. and you could just make out his face really subtly staring at the guy it's really fucking badass we're gonna post it up definitely on on the facebook page um other than that uh what other news do we have um i mean there's it's just so many trailers are out the walking dead trailer is out fear the walking dead trailer is out uh, trailers for new Netflix series, uh, Luke Cage, which we posted on our page. Every Marvel. Uh, Iron Fist, yeah. The Defenders. Oh, they haven't shown, uh, I forgot the one with the girl. What's her name? They haven't shown hers yet. Oh, Jessica Jones? Jessica Jones. They haven't shown hers, her trailer yet, but I, it has the, I would say that they will be showing that at the end of uh, Comic-Con. They will definitely be doing that, but I have some news, too. We, um... They're no longer making VHS. Uh, oh, players. I saw that you posted that on the uh, <laughs> online. I, I did read that. Yeah, it's a it's a tragedy for uh, <laughs> the young at heart. But um, yeah, they're no longer making VHS. I didn't know players. that they were still making them. Me neither. I didn't know. <laughs> but uh, last year, apparently last year, the same company that uh, that said they're no longer making it sold seven hundred thousand last year. They sold seven hundred thousand VHS players. Who the hell was buying all these VHS? It had to be like third world countries has to be i mean there, there has to be some people out there who who just they just do not want to conform then i then i wonder how much they were selling them for oh my gosh it had to i'm thinking ten dollars <laughs> ten dollars american i don't know how much that uh transfer over but um they said they're no longer doing it um uh, because uh i mean for obvious reasons <laughs> For obvious reasons why they're not going to do it anymore. I mean, you could go to the store now and buy a DVD player for like 20 bucks. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you know what? You shouldn't. You should not buy a DVD player. Get a Blu-ray player. Um, actually, should you even? Should you just go straight straight to digital? I, I mean, everything. Yeah. I mean, well, everything is digital now. But yeah. um, people like that uh, that physical copy. Yeah. Some people I like mean, that physical people, copy. I mean, I I do. I I, I buy DVDs. I, I collect them. I, I don't know why I feel good collecting them and knowing that I own them. Yeah, because you know what? Um, Something about actually like, a, let's say that it's um, it's like a stay home night or something. Something about going through, like actually looking through like a bookcase full of movies rather than just going, you know, just flicking through a, a screen of all the movies. I like to just see, oh, look at this. I got this on Blu-ray. Let me just watch this movie. You know, you know, I think I'm going to... the action. I think movie. I would probably let go of DVD and Blu-rays the moment they add not just the movies online, but the behind the scenes. Oh, yes. If they add those features that they add on the Blu-rays online, yeah. then I would just stop. Yeah. Because one of the, one of the things I think me, you... And every film lover loves more than the movie is the behind the scenes. Like yeah. the behind the scenes of Scott Pilgrim, for example, yeah. was badass. You and know, the direct, and the director's commentary or the just commentary, the cast hearing commentary. hearing the Sick. secrets of how they made everything. That I love watching just as much as the movie. So if they were to add that online, like if Netflix were to add that, like it would be cool. I think if you were to like, I, I really hope you guys are listening to this, people <laughs> on Netflix, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> remember my name <laughs> if you decide to add this in but like you click on a movie yeah and next to the play button there's options like watch trailer watch you know a, a behind watch, the scenes yeah, behind the scenes you know may add like a couple little sub buttons you know the way you would watch a dvd or blu-ray just give me a director's commentary give me some commentary give me i some think that would actually boost their numbers too oh, hell yeah Definitely. oh bloopers yeah you gotta add a gag reel all that stuff if you add all that stuff you, you got me sold 
I know the bandwidth may be uh, a little crazy, but hey, you figure it out. You yeah. figure it out. You do the and, most. And let me tell you, there's been times where, like, if it, like, a, like, for example, we've had like a lot of lightning storms in this area, mm-hmm. um, and the my my cable box ended up short circuiting. Mm-hmm. So the internet was gone. So at that point, I start popping oh, yeah. in DVDs because you don't need the internet for that. Yeah. So I, I think there's still a little bit of value for DVDs and Blu-ray Definitely. for me, for me especially. Um, so I can't see myself letting go anytime soon. But it's crazy that um, I, I, I got to do some research. I don't know. How are the 4K movies? How are those doing? Because... Can you watch oh, that? Can you watch nah. that digitally? No, right? You nah, have to actually yeah. buy it. Yeah, you have to buy it, and on top of that, you gotta have a 4K. Uh, you gotta have a 4K television. So I don't know if all this like it. Netflix stuff is like affecting them. I don't know if people are just like, no, fuck that. Like I, I rather think they're just, just doing it just for the brag. Yeah, acting real braggadocious about it, just being like, yeah, yeah, we're watching this in 4K, but you're really not. Like all that 4K content that's on uh, YouTube, you're not really watching it in 4K. You're watching it in uh, 1080. I think, yeah, because that's as high as uh, uh, YouTube goes. And, um, I mean, on top of that, if your monitor is not even uh, a 4K monitor, you're, you're not watching anything quality. You just, no, yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're just paying for the, you're just paying just so you can say that you, you could do it, but you're not. Get a projector. I know the, the 4K projectors are a lot cheaper than the actual 4, 4K TVs. They're going. I think they're like uh, three hundred dollars cheaper or four hundred dollars cheaper than actual TVs. Go for them, but the only thing is that um, I don't think the life on them is uh, is long. But I mean, so a projector. If you got a big enough house, it's a projector. You can just post that thing anywhere. And that's my thoughts on uh, on the VHS. Uh, I had some good times with you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> all right so i think that's pretty much it for uh movie news now yep. we can get into the main meat and potatoes of today's episode yeah stranger things mm-hmm. on uh on netflix um i mean i don't oh. even i don't even know where to begin on how much we how much i enjoyed this show um i saw this just about maybe like three or four days ago I binged watched it. I ended up watching like the whole uh, season. Um, I ended up, I think I stayed up until like two o'clock in the morning. But um, there is not one thing about this show that I can find wrong. True. And I don't want to say that it's perfect. I think maybe maybe the the monster at times was too CGI. Maybe I think yeah. that's like the you know only thing I could say. I couldn't find anything. I mean, I may have to give it a second look. So maybe I could find those uh, those mistakes or those things that I could be like, ah, I'm not really feeling that. But for the most part, when I watched it the first time, I was I was you know I was into it. I was like, yo, this this is fun. This show is it's a fun show to watch, and I was enjoying every minute of it. Yeah, every episode. Like Pat said, or before we started recording, we were talking about the show, and Pat mentioned how, like, things start getting suspenseful, like, right in the first episode. You don't have to wait until episode three or four. Like, it it kicks you right in the butt right from the beginning. Every episode keeps you at the edge of your seat. It's so much fun to watch. Um, We found um, several lists have been circulating on the internet about, like, interesting facts about the show. Um, I'm going to read some from BuzzFeed that really st- um, stood out for us. It's also a reason why we uh, love the show so much. Uh, let's see. Starting off, I'm not going to read the whole list. It's uh-huh. like 26 facts, but I'm just going to read out the ones that like really stand out the most. Uh, for example, the kids on the show, I think, were all great. Yeah. All of them, even including the girl, Eleven, who probably had like three lines in the entire series, was awesome. Just her <laughs> facial expressions and everything was great. Uh, they auditioned 906 boys, 307 girls, um, just to find their uh, lead actors. Um, what else? A couple of Eleven's um, um, like main motivations for her character was Charlize Theron's uh, character in Mad Max and uh, the directors wanted her performance to resemble E.T. Like the you know, alien. Yeah, she really got that E.T. down. <laughs> she, she, yo, I seriously felt an E.T. vibe from her. 
because she was like learning she was nervous she was kind of scared but she was curious at the yeah. same time it was like all these conflicting ideas um when the, all the kids auditioned for this movie they had to read lines from stand by me in the auditions which i mean they resemble those kids from the movie so oh, it yeah. makes sense um <laughs> let's see what else do we have here oh um the kid uh dustin on the show mm-hmm. who has like the missing front teeth played yeah. by Gatton matarazzo he went through such a dramatic change during filming they weren't able to use his voice for additional dialogue at the end of production so for those who had to actually put on the subtitles when he spoke you're not alone <laughs> yeah we all had that same problem sometimes because he he kind of i think it was difficult for him to say his line sometimes because he had the missing front teeth yeah um but it, i just thought it was funny that they weren't he was the only one that couldn't do any adr because his voice had matured so much and uh here's an anecdote to go with that um Charlize theron also has that same uh disease that he has she has uh fake teeth really yeah man no way yep i never knew she had fake teeth yeah She's still sexy, though. <laughs> Take off them dentures, girl. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, Hopper's trailer. Hopper, who play, who was the sheriff of the town, uh, his trailer reportedly only cost the art department $1 to purchase. $1 for a fucking so mobile home. That shows you how <laughs> shitty that mobile home probably was when they bought it and they fixed it up uh, for who, the who production. Who charges a dollar? You might as well just give it to them. I think they probably found it like on eBay or something, or I don't know. But who charges a dollar? You might as well just give it to anybody. Yeah, that's at true. that point, it's like, yo, just you know, it has to be. There has to be a spite. I'm just, you know, I'm so pissed off at this so person, so I'm just gonna sell this thing for one dollar because it belongs. You think, to you think maybe they posted it like on eBay and they were like, "I'll oh. just give it to the highest bidder." And one person put like a penny, and then oh. another person put five cents, <laughs> and it just it, it the highest bidder, and then becoming like a dollar. Could have been, oh my gosh, a dollar for it. Um, the episode where Eleven is floating in the little kiddie pool, they used 1,200 pounds of salt in order for her to float like she did in that episode hmm. on the water. Um, Jesus Christ. To better understand the alternate dimension that is mentioned in the show and the creature, uh, the Duffer brothers who created the series actually have a 30-page document that has like their explanation of the entire dimension and the monster like they actually created like a little book about it i was trying to understand like so this monster is just eating people from our dimension kind of thing um what happened like what how was it before we even found out about that dimension was he just what other creatures were in there yeah well i think that's what i think maybe that's probably a question that's going to be answered in season two because they i'm reading this list some things that i haven't read out loud but mm-hmm. um there's a they know that there's a lot of stuff about that dimension that wasn't talked about in this in this season mm-hmm. and they said that they did that on purpose so it looks like they might do a second season and uh. they're going to answer more questions i mean you saw how this season ended yeah so it looks like there's definitely going to be <laughs> more talks about uh more things mentioning that that dimension and explaining it um what else uh oh the character of um steve mm-hmm. uh who was kind of like the the douchey boyfriend of the girl nancy yeah um they originally were not supposed to hook back up together at the end he was supposed to kind of be like one of those characters that's just like like from the the guy from the goonies yeah like that yeah <laughs> but uh because the creators liked him so much because uh-huh. he was like a likable guy in yeah. real life they decided to write his character where you know he, he, he comes gets back in, with a yeah, girl because he did a uh, spoiler alert actually um we might as well just tell you guys that um if you haven't seen this show yet you might as well just pause this and <laughs> watch uh all 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 eight all eight episodes of this uh show that we're talking about because we're gonna spoil the shit out of this <laughs> show i'm telling you everything everything's gonna be detailed in this thing but um I forgot what I was going to say. Come over here. I haven't <laughs> put that the little disclaimer there. But, I mean, go ahead. Cause some <laughs> other guy? Oh, yeah. The guy, um, he had to come in that whole, ep- the the last, ep- no, the second to the last episode when he came in with the baseball bat. And he basically was the hero, which which kind of put me off because I'm like, yo, I thought 
because you know cliche the other guy was supposed to be the hero because right. I'm like oh he's the nerd uh, who, who just beat up this and he's going to rescue the yeah, girl or something rescue the girl but I mean he was getting tossed around a little bit <laughs> and then this guy comes in with a baseball bat and regulates and I'm like oh shit but I you know what one question I do have is yo is this monster skin bulletproof Yo, this thing was shot at like a million times. I don't think uh, bullets. And not just from a handgun, but from machine guns. Machine guns, too. A lot of machine guns. <laughs> well, maybe that's something. Maybe they just they just phased through him because he's not really part of this dimension. True. <laughs> um, Holly, who was the little girl, um, the baby sister of Nancy, was played actually by two twins. Um, by twins. I shouldn't say two twins. <laughs> by twins. And majority of her scenes were actually improvised. Um, the scene where she actually sees the monster in the wall, and then Winona Ryder grabs her, um, and she says, "Did you see something?" And the little girl says, "Yes." Like all of that was improvised. Um, when they're fighting at the dinner table, and she like sinks into her chair, that was improvised. A lot of her, a lot of the scenes from the twins were actually improvised, and they came out really pretty awesome. Holy shit! Um, and I mean, those are pretty much some of the facts that I think stood out from the from from this list that we have. The, just so you guys know, the list that we're reading from is from BuzzFeed. Um, they they released out uh, twenty six facts about the show. It was pretty cool. No, pretty BuzzFeed good read. Does with their fucking list. That was put up their fucking list. You just put out a paragraph. Oh, that was just an article. They could have just put that as an article and said, "Oh, we interviewed the people." But you know, that's just a little side thing. I'm just. <laughs> They could have just had an article. We interviewed these people, and this is what we. This is the information that we got from them. But no, nah, they just gave us a list because uh, we're simple-minded now. <laughs> just give us a list. There's an actual app called List, L I S T, and it's from uh, the guy who uh, who uh, produced the adapt the American adaptation of The Office. What's that guy's name? Jesus Christ! The of the original? Yeah, he but he put the American version of it. He was in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, um, I want to say Adam, but I don't think that's his name. I know. He reminds me of uh, Seth Meyers. Yeah, he reminds me of that guy. But he came out with an app, and it's a pretty cool app. All of this is just you just make lists. That's it. Oh yeah, he was recently on talk shows on a bunch yeah. of talk shows. I made a list promoting too. it. Yeah. I made a list and. Uh, <laughs> My list was uh, uh, a list for the weekend, and uh, my list started off, you need jumping music, you need slick DJs, you need fog machines, and laser rays. Look out weekend, because <laughs> here we come. <laughs> 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 That's what I put down as my list. I'm like, hey, we got that weekend popping. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is a really nostalgic episode, guys. <laughs> Yo, I'm thinking of... I think the song for this, which you guys are probably going to hear, I think we should put The Doors. People are strange. Yeah. <laughs> People are strange. Yeah, I think that would be a good... Uh, That'll be a good song. Do you think uh, the people that are... The, the creators that are... Um, not the creators, but the, the film team that's making the movie Doctor Strange use the same font... As the title of this show, because it looked really it did, similar, right? It did. <laughs> I think I think they both went to defont.com and just typed in like strange, strange and strange looks good like this, Tim. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, it looks good, man. Because <laughs> that was the first thing that I thought of when I saw those titles. I was like, I think that's the same oh, yeah. font that they use for Doctor Strange, the same font style. It did. It did look like the same font style, man. But um, th- the soundtrack. Oh my god, yes, let's talk about that a little bit. Oh my god, Can, dude. You know what? Let me try to find <laughs> let's see if it's the soundtrack. Um the they somebody made the playlist on uh Spotify. I downloaded it. It's pretty fucking sick. Uh Wait, didn't you didn't you post it on our oh Facebook yeah, page? I put up uh, the theme song. With oh, the, the theme song. With um it has a What's a synthesizer? It has a synthesizer in it, and I swear to God, it feels just like um, I mean, it's straight out of the '80s, which is crazy because, like, usually you hear a synthesizer in movies that are something as like Tron or what's another movie? Something that has something to do like it's making is making fun of or just playing homage to the '80s or something like that. But it's like 
upbeat kind of thing. Nothing mm-hmm. that's nothing that's scary or something that's suspenseful as this kind of mo- as this kind of TV show. And they had the synthesizer, and it played so well with the the opening. Every time they had the opening crawls, which we were talking about it, those opening crawls, you didn't know when the fuck they were gonna come because sometimes they came in twenty minutes inside the the actual episode, and I loved every fucking minute of that. <laughs> But the I'll tell you, man. But the music that plays like during the episode was oh, yeah. so badass because yeah. it kind of reminded me of Tron. Yeah. Like the but the new Tron. Yeah. Where it was like, I think Daft Punk ended up doing their yeah, their soundtrack, the, and it was like, score. it was like really deep, creepy, but like melodic and awesome at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to find a song, right here. Yes. It right there. Oh my gosh, yo. Like, I want to pump this in my car whenever I'm driving. And the way that, if you actually look at the the YouTube video, the way that the, the font just comes in, as I'm like, yo, man, this is the shit. Actually, when I found that, I was like, I need more music that's like this. <laughs> I need, I need uh, music that is made. I need, like, a. Uh, versions of other music that is just that synthesized like that and I actually found a song that was done uh what is the name of the song uh by the strokes it's called um you only live once and somebody actually did an 80s version of that song and they use uh th- synthesizers just like that it is a badass theme song it is fucking awesome um uh, let's talk about how it didn't take long for us to actually see the monster, to see the, the alien from other dimension, and um, how that compares to other TV shows that usually you see the monster or the alien, you have to wait like uh, two episodes in. Usually, um, like... But two episodes is a lot, because yeah, each of episodes. these episodes are like an hour long, so yeah. it basically takes an entire long action film. Just to, to get to yeah, see because we could basically call that person the villain, right? Yeah, that that thing was the villain, and in Daredevil, we didn't see Kingpin until episode three, episode three, episode four, and or actually it was the end of episode three, and then we saw him all of episode four. This, you know, they did not waste any time at all. You see the kid get kidnapped. As soon as he gets uh, kidnapped or put into the other dimension, then you see the fucking opening cr- uh, uh, credits. You hear that fucking music, and I'm like, "What?" I'm already drawn in just because I heard that music. I heard, uh, I saw all that. Then you you see uh, a regular day, the day after that. It was so well done, well thought. What's the name of those guys? The Duffy Brothers. The Duffer. The Duffer Brothers. Yeah. Yo, you guys put out some good quality shit right there, and I am I'm hella impressed. What else have they done other than this? Oh, I gotta I gotta look it up. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like emailing uh, the owner of uh, Lauderdale Comics, which we uh, <laughs> we're like. Try, he's like emailing me um, about our podcast that we're gonna do at his store on August 19th. Hope you guys tune in for that. Yeah, you let's, don't actually have to go, but you could just let's uh, look up Duffer Brothers really. You quick. can just what you call it. You can just go on your phone and just watch us and comment, and we also have prizes, games, and. Keep in mind, though, that it's not going to be on our page. Yeah. If you want to watch this live stream, you got to actually go to the Lauderdale Comics yeah, Facebook page and watch it from page. there. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 share it on our page after it's done yeah. um, so that you guys can check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The Duffer Brothers are from North Carolina. Oh. Um, they are best known for their 2015 thriller, Hidden. Never seen that. Never Gotta seen watch that. that. <laughs> and they also have written a couple episodes for the show Wayward Pines, which I did see a couple episodes. I've never seen it, but I know it's on my Hulu. I put that on one of my favorites because I've heard good things from it. Yeah. Hmm. I got to watch that. I mean. So, Pat, what was your favorite? Um, my favorite, your favorite episode. episode of Stranger Things. My favorite episode from Stranger Things was. Uh, the Flea and the Acrobat. That was my favorite episode. That was the episode that was right after... That's episode the, number five. Yeah, that was right after The Body. Um, 
the reason why I enjoyed this episode is because it started telling you like four different stories. There was uh, the kids who were trying to find their their best friend. Then uh, you see the mom who was trying to find her uh, her son, who was basically communicating with her son through the lights with uh, previous episodes. But now she found out that her son is dead and she is still trying to contact him, which was pretty cool. Then um, you see Hopper, who in the previous episode, in the previous episode, he saw that the body was fake. And you see that he starts uh, doing his little detective skills that he learned while he was uh, a city cop. That they tell you, you know, they just start to build. Like, you start seeing all these things. Like, because in previous episodes, they start to build these characters. So, like, oh, uh, you're a city cop. You've seen that uh, people got kidnapped. Uh, your daughter was in trouble. Your daughter had a situation and everything like that. And now you see in this one that he left the city. Moved to this town because it was a quiet town, whatever. And now um, you see that he's he's starting to, you know, be a detective. Starting to be a, a detective of old. Because usually in the past, that's how cop movies were. That's how cop movies, cop TV show. Like, uh, he, he made me feel like I was watching something from Columbo. Or Spencer. <laughs> the, the TV show. If you guys don't know what shows I'm talking about. Just uh, Google them and you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's those old school TV shows. Even the heat of the fucking night. What? Yeah. I, I had that feeling, man, because I'm like, yeah, man. He's a detective. He, he's he's on uh, he's on his grind. He's doing his work. He's sleeping with the girl. He gets up in the morning and he's he's contemplating. The girl comes over to him and said, it's cold out here. You're going to die of frost. And he's over here saying some slick lines. I'm like, yeah, man. That's a cool guy right there. That is a cool guy. But... Mind you, he goes, he finds the, he goes into this facility, whatever, and while he's in the facility, he, he sees the little, uh, the gate, which is uh, a gateway from Dimensions. Finds that, he gets knocked out, goes into the whole, uh, they, they knock him out, he wakes up in his, uh, his rinky-dink $1 freaking uh, home, which is, which is fucking hilarious, because I thought they were going to kill him. And I was really upset. I'm like, oh man, they're gonna get rid of him already, dude. Already, but they didn't kill him, which was which was uh made me happy. And then he you know, he just turns his house into a fucking mess. <laughs> like trying to find all the bugs and everything like that. Which I was thinking to myself that I'm like, fuck it, I'm moving. I'm out of here. I'm like, cause to be honest, I know I'm not made to be no fucking cop. So if I would have went that far as to go into that facility and I see some shit that I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't, I, I'm not going to be able to help you with this shit. And then I find out that they, they knocked me out and I wake up in my house. I'm out, man. Hey, I tried. <laughs> I basically tried. Uh, the body is fake. I'm telling, I'm telling the news that the body is fake. They doing some shit over there. Don't know what the fuck's happening. Um, they killing people probably. And put me under, uh, uh, what you call it? Witness protection, please. Because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on and I don't want to know. Because you guys are knocking people out, putting them back in bed. And I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> what I thought was hilarious was um, after he trashes his place, he goes to Winona Ryder's place to tell her that she was <laughs> yeah. right. And when he sees how many lights she has, and he's like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> I felt the same way. I was like, oh, dude, my arms would be so fucking tired unscrewing all those light bulbs. <laughs> that yeah, was that was, so that, that was actually a really great oh, yeah, episode. But, um, so it was it was those two. It was those three that were uh, doing stuff in a... Uh, it was like three people who were in on it, but they but they weren't telling each other. And then you find out that um, Jonathan Byers, which was Renona Ryder's uh, son in the in the in the TV show, he he what you call it? He uh, he 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 hooks up with uh, the whole uh, with the Nancy. Girl. Yeah, with Nancy, the girl who he was stalking, so they could find her um, her best friend. So it was like okay, now it's four. It's four groups of people. Who are trying to fucking get this shit going. But the thing that, that sucked about it is that, yo, each of them, like, each four groups were doing stuff that, that was, you know, if they were all work together, they would get this thing done even faster. So it was like, man, I'm just watching this like, yo, they're like houses away from each other. Why are they not finding out this shit? But, you know, hey, you're just building up this story. And... 
yo, the payoff was good. It was a good payoff from uh, <clears throat> what I saw. Because I'm like, as soon as they, they all start hooking up and everything, I'm like, yeah, here we go. I like here what you go. had said um, when uh, when before they re- uh, we were recording how you said, like, they were all doing, like, Winona Ryder was trying to find them. The couple was trying to find, like, the kids. Yeah. Like, they all had the same... Yeah, motive, it was like, like the same all, journey. All, yeah, and you would think that the kids would at least try to hook up with the mom, so they'd be like, "Yeah, uh, we know about your, we know about your son," but they had the they had the girl, and they didn't want anybody to know about the girl because she was uh she was their their conduit to the to the other parallel universe, which would have been helpful for the mom who was trying to find her son. It it just seemed like. If I was a kid and in that situation, I'm like, yo, I mean, wouldn't the mom want to find her son more than we want to find our best friend, right? I said, maybe we can all work together and try to find this this guy. But uh, what you going to do? <laughs> you know what? If they would have worked together, that thing would have been like four you know episodes this, long. You know what this, sh- this show is? It's basically uh, this show is Hangover for kids. If you think about it. How? Because well, remember Hangover 1. Okay. They start off, they go on a little adventure, they wake up, one of them's missing. They try to find this one person. They couldn't find him. The whole fucking movie. They couldn't find him. They go on a ragtag bunch of adventures. They find weird people. Uh, they they find uh, the Asian guy from a community who is basically the alien. <laughs> and from there, they, which, they find a the guy at the end of the movie. This is what I'm thinking. I'm just I'm just connecting the dots and I think the people who made this TV show watch Hangover and they must have watched ET after this and been like, "Yo, we got ourselves a fucking TV show, <laughs> Netflix show." That's what I think what happened. It's a pretty cool Netflix show though. It's Hangover. Hangover there for kids. Go. This Stranger is Things aka Hangover meets ET. That's exactly what this is. Hangover meets ET. That's exactly what this show is. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I think my favorite episode. You know, the episode that you that you picked as your favorite was directed by the Duffer Brothers themselves. They didn't direct all the episodes. Oh, they didn't. They only directed a couple, mm. um, and that was one of them. And uh, my favorite episode was uh, episode three, Holly Jolly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was directed by Sean Levy, who also directed a uh, night of the uh, night at the museum, and in one or two. I Both? think part one. Oh, okay. I think part one. Um, the good one. In that episode, uh, you f- you know you you get to see um, I think Elle's powers like for the first time. Um, you see her her nosebleed for the first time. What I really liked about the show was all the hectic stuff that was happening. Like you saw Winona Ryder going to the store and trying to buy all those Christmas lights, um, just so that she can communicate to her son like that really reminded me of like poltergeist of how the mom was trying to communicate with her daughter and she was trying to do all these like weird things in the house to show people that her daughter was somehow there communicating to her um you like as the viewer you're the only one that believes her the whole town thinks she's skeptical but as the viewer you know that what she's doing is right so you kind of like in your mind you're just supporting the fact that she's buying all these christmas lights and you have like this hope that you know that he's still alive and um i think that that really i don't know it it tugged at my heart a little bit Mm because i was like you know when she actually starts seeing the lights flicker and all of that i think that really really got me um that was that was one of the coolest parts of the show that i thought of and um I mean, I think the 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 energy of the show, the way that it was moving along from beginning to end, really was going along really well, as as, as all the episodes were. Um, what else? What else? Oh, and then at the end, I think another reason why I love that episode was at the end, um, L leads the kids to the quarry mm-hmm. where the body is being pulled out of the water. Oh yeah. So it was it was one of those moments where you're like, oh shit. Yo, you know what? To be honest, when I saw that body, I'm like, I think I oh, please let that be the woman. The, the, <laughs> the best friend. I'm like, please let that be her. Please. I'm like, 
fuck. <laughs> it was one of those moments that left you at a perfect, like the most perfect cliffhanger. Um, you saw a body come out. You you know a hundred percent if it was a. Uh, oh, someone's knocking on my door, and I think that's Jonathan Delgado. And we'll be back, right? No, actually, no. Wait, well, let's continue. Let's, let's continue. continue. Um, actually, Pat, can you go get the door while yeah, I can I continue? <laughs> Um, as you guys can see, man, we 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 record these episodes from my apartment, so like anything can happen in the middle of the episodes. But um, as I was saying, um, the episode ends at a really awesome hangover. Uh, hangover. Now I'm thinking about the Hangover movie, uh, cliffhanger, and you see a body being pulled out, but you feel sad, but not. You still have some hope because you know earlier in the episode. Um, the mom was communicating with Mike. Mm. So you saw that happening. So you had some hope that he was still alive. But when you see the body being pulled out of the water, then you start to question yourself. It's like you're worried, but at the same time, you, you still have some hope that he might still be alive, you know, which I think that energy made me want to continue the series and made me want to want to finish it. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite episode. Episode three, yeah. Holly Jolly uh, Pat's was episode five, yes. which is the flea and the acrobat. Another cool thing about uh, Pat's favorite episode, you got to see uh, the teacher explain how they can go into the other dimension. Fuck yeah, Fuck you want to get into yeah. that? Yeah. Um, there's this point that um, the kids are asking the teacher how to get to the other dimension because uh, backstory: the kids uh, they played Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yeah, and the reason they call the place the Upside Down, which I, I fucking love that name. <laughs> they call the place the Upside Down, and uh, Eleven shows them that uh, what you call it, your your friend, he's alive. I'm paraphrasing everything because <laughs> she doesn't speak that much. She said your friend is alive, but he's an Upside Down. So she flips over the the Dungeons and Dragon board, and she says that he's here. So he's basically in the same room, but in another dimension. And they say, and she said uh, in one of the episodes, they asked her, who has him? And then she pulls out a little figure. The Demogorg. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons before, but I really want to play it now. <laughs> because I saw that shit. I'm like, oh, man. That seemed like a real immersive thing. But um, they, go to, uh, they go to school. They go back to school. And now they're trying to figure out how the fuck can they get to the other side. So they talk to the teacher, but they, you know, they, they try to bring it up like kids do, like just a random kind of conversation. They feel like bringing that shit up like uh, uh, smoothly and their um, segues are as terrible as mine's. And <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what happens is that <laughs> what happens is that uh, they they say, oh, how do you get to the dimension? You know, just, uh, you know, regalers, you know, just just tell her how. And basically this is at their friend's funeral. But they know that their friend is not dead because, you know, because even at the funeral, they were having the conversation saying stuff like uh, they were saying, like, oh, man, you don't know. He's going to be laughing as soon as he finds out that uh, the popular girl at this yeah, girl is crying, is crying at his funeral and shit, which, you know, what, I would have been doing the same fucking thing at my friend's funeral <laughs> if I knew he was a dead. I'm like, oh, my gosh. As soon as he fucking finds out, he's going to be flipping. Let me get a fucking picture of this shit <laughs> kind of stuff. But uh, oh, at the end of uh, the show, no, nah, I'm not going to tell you nothing. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to spoil that for you guys. But um, while, uh, while they're having a conversation with the, the teacher they, um, who's at the wake or whatever or at the, what do you call it, reception? What nah, yeah, I think that is the wake. Is the wake? I thought the wake was before the funeral. Oh, yeah, you're right. What, what they, they call that the reception? That's a wedding thing. Let's just for sake of a better word. Oh, reception. For, okay. For sake of the word that we don't know. <laughs> okay, so at the reception, ah, I feel bad about it, saying that. But okay, at the reception, what happens is that uh, they ask the teacher, and he shows them, but he shows them with a sheet of paper. He says, "Say that you're walk, you're walking a tightrope," and then there's this fly. And now there's no, a fly, flea. A flea. There's bad. an acrobat on the on on Hits the tightrope. Name rope. of the show. Yeah, there's an acrobat <laughs> on the tightrope. On the on the tightrope, and then there's this flea who can go anywhere on the rope. the the The, the acrobat can only go for, uh, front and back. The flea can go upside down, inside out, and anywhere. So the kids ask them, "How, as the acrobat, how can we go to upside down, or we can go any of these other dimensions?" 
uh, that's on this tightrope. So what the the teacher does is that he folds the paper and he says that you just have to find like a gateway or some type of breach. You just need a whole a whole lot of energy in order for you to get there. And he grabs his pencil and he says, once he say once you have enough energy, boom, he pops the he shoots the pencil right through the paper. Says boom, you'll be able to breach and you'll be able to go to different dimensions. He did say different dimensions. That's true. So the more than more than one. More than two could be. I mean, the future of this TV series is bright as fuck, man. <laughs> it's bright as fuck. And uh, when, when I like the transition that they showed. And on top of that, it basically opened up so they don't have to explain it to anybody else. We don't have to see that anymore. Like, um, say that uh, later on, like in season two, they wanted to explain how are they able to go to different dimensions, those kids. All we have to do is, all we have to do is just see somebody just poking a hole <laughs> in the sheet of paper with a pencil and be like oh he's explaining that shit to him understood there's no need for that teacher to ever explain what's going on all we got to do is just see a pencil go through a hole and we know that oh they're explaining uh uh dimension travel it's just like i mean it's just like uh let's say that if doc brown was to just draw a picture of the flux capacitor right on a sheet of paper in the next episode in the next uh a movie of uh, Back to the Future. If you see a drawing of the flux capacitor, you know exactly what the fuck he's talking yeah. about because he's talking about time travel. So yeah. it's like, oh yeah, he's talking about time travel. I think every time they showed the flux capacitor fluxing, <laughs> you knew, oh, it's working. Yeah, but when it was off, it was like, oh no, he can't. Ta- he, can't he can't travel he can't, through time. He can't travel, bro. It's like his nose. And no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's you actually go. a really good point. Yeah, is you want to like explain it in the most simplistic manner. But in a way that it's going to stick in everyone's brain, yeah. which you said w- w- was good, is that the way they transitioned it, like he explains it and then it cuts to a kid. Yeah. One of the kids explaining it to L and mm-hmm. he does the same thing. He, he just pokes, pokes the, the, the. So, yeah, you're right. It did it, that. I remember the most. So yeah. now every time I see that, I'm going to think interdimension travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. I want to walk the streets and I want to see somebody just poke a fucking uh, hole through with a pin. I'm like, yo, yo. You're talking about Stranger Things, right? Yeah. You're talking about end of the mid travel. Yeah. You, you ever try to like talk to somebody and you both are talking about the same thing and then you finish each other's things? Like, you're talking about end of the mid travel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's possible, right? All we just need is the energy. Yeah, the energy, man. <laughs> just Can't like that. that. Just like that. Just, just like that. Just need energy. Let's, let's let's go buy some batteries. <laughs> <laughs> buy some batteries and let that shit happen. Hopefully it's gonna happen. <laughs> but it, it's more complicated than that. I mean, the show is dumbing it down for everybody. But I guess is I don't even think it's possible. I don't believe in other dimension. But eh, whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah um. That's the show. That's the episode, everybody. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed it. We enjoyed y'all. Please check out Stranger Things and let us know what you thought. Yes. You can hit us up at our new email, which is we synced it at gmail.com. Yes. You can check us out there. You can leave your comments on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter. We're going to be on Snap. We're going to be on Snapchat soon. We're also on YouTube. We're going to be uploading some new. visual yeah visual, visual content, content yep for you guys to enjoy and uh yeah i guess that's it man uh delgado you want to say anything man no no whatever they say <laughs> <laughs> all right man uh-huh. um i guess we catch y'all later bye peace